folks, listen, we have something good to say. And if you listen long enough, you just might hear it. It's somewhere buried like a needle in the hay. Somewhere along the way, we'll give you something good to say. I heard that the other day on the fundamental interconnectedness of all things, which is what you're listening to now with your hosts, Eric and... Uh, Jeremy. Ah, uh, Jeremy. Just uh, one of one of the many Jeremys. There are many Jeremys in this universe. And, and I am just uh Jeremy. And and <laughs> there's multiple universes, so there's... Oh, it just it spirals out of control. What's Speaking going on? It's been... Uh, uh, those of you that have been keeping up with the fundamental interconnectedness of all things, I hate to break your bubble, burst your bubble, but you have been listening to reruns. Not reruns, but old episodes from the mid-2011s. You haven't been listening to current TFI cast. Oh my God, it's August, It's April. It's April 2012. And probably the last podcast you listened to is probably from March of 2011. Not so. March. We, yeah. we did a Christmas something or other. We had Santa Claus on the show as a guest. You should listen to that. It was a good one. All I'm trying. Oh, to... oh, oh. Oh, no. That was. Wow. That was our. Uh, that was our. Um, Job of the Hut cast. Wasn't oh, it? Oh, oh. All I'm trying to say is that we have not been keeping up on a regular basis, but there's enough episodes that have been recorded in the past that we've been able to maintain some level of schedule. So my question is. Blah, blah, blah. Has stuff anybody ever made the connection between Job of the Hut and Santa Claus? There could be like a job of the claws video where like that you dress him up in well, like big beard and then he goes ho 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 <laughs> and then Leia's sitting as up. What would you like, Wookie? Little, ho, ho, little girl, wonky too. Ha. Uh, well, let's let's first of all let's let's figure out the the ho, 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 the ho. parallels. They're both very large. Fat and jolly. Uh, jolly. They're both jolly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jabba spends a lot of his time laughing at things. Yeah, especially at at the demise of of the yeah, hero figures. Mean, yeah. They both have their thing, their buttons that, that what make is, them. What laugh. is Santa Claus laughing at? Uh, his elves. Is he? You think I so? Oh ho ho! I'm so happy to be he's giving just away jolly. toys. Yeah, maybe he's just like he's autistic. <laughs> he's he's just like, oh, I'm gonna give everything away. He's on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> a little magic does for Santa Claus. A little magic oh, does for the oh, reindeer. Oh. We can fly. Trust me. Look at us. We're flying. Yeah, Mrs. Claus made me some special brownies last night. Man, I'm gonna take off like you never seen before. Uh, both Java and Santa have an elf of some sort. Uh, Java's got that little guy that sits there and goes. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then Java. Of course, as his toy making elves, uh, they 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 both have things that fly around to to do various deliveries. Job, oh, yeah. Jabba's got his skiff, and uh, Santa's got his reindeer. So yeah, yeah, I think maybe maybe you're onto something there. You put a beard on Jabba, and maybe you've got Santa. Santa the Hut, <laughs> Santa the Hut, or Jabba the Claws. <laughs> Which one would it be, folks? There's a there's a poll. <laughs> All right, but yeah, like a little YouTube. I bet if you type it in like Santa the Hut, mm-hmm. I bet it'd be. Mm-hmm. Like something because I mean, and then the ho ho ho—that's the fourth. My God, that's like the biggest one, right? They got that ho, big laugh. Ho 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 ho! Jolly fat man. And, and actually, I've heard rumor that Santa Claus is actually kind of a um, a bit of a racketeer in the mafia. Oh yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. he's got the whole North Pole uh, prostitution ring locked. He, All those seals he, and the caribou. He's a big smuggler. <laughs> oh yeah, prostitution smuggler. Yeah, yep, yep. guns. Wait no harpoons. Hey, I got the I got the AK seventy four automatic harpoon. I can I can kill twenty whales, man. Oh, ho, 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 ho. there you go, folks. the The internet challenge has been dropped. Either find the Jabba the Claws video or make, make one the Santa the Hut video yes. and uh, send it to us. Send it to us. So Link we, us to it. Yeah. Yeah. Link, link a link a do. Link Your us. video is going to be way more popular than this TFI cast. Good so line. if you link to us, maybe we can get a few residual hits off of it. Yeah, we can draft. Like, <laughs> we'll draft that? off of our own idea. What was that movie the 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 biking movie where there's the bicyclist? Anyways, <laughs> so what's going on, bro? Uh, well, I was thinking about uh something that we we talked about in in many 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 podcasts ago. All right. the, the the whole revolution. Oh man, that's... versus the revelation. You're you know how back, it, you're going back like two two years almost. I think. How a revolution is maybe this is too heavy to jump into right away, and maybe I should just like lay it out there really quick and try to get it out of the way, and we can think of something else to talk about because you're probably sick of hearing my voice already. Um, so think of a graph x y right. So x mm-hmm. being the 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 flat plane right, that would be like time, yep, as it usually is, and y would be like standard of living. Okay, 
think about it in the last I mean if you think about t- time in a long term section it's it's been going up slowly right but yes in the last uh in in the in the shorter amount of time in the last 20 years 50 years maybe it's been it's been kind of on a pretty pretty steady incline right and so i've been thinking about standard of living uh not in terms of like what we have and everything but uh standard of living in terms of happiness and and whatnot and it it seems like we're we're trying to replace that happiness or trying to trying to make that standard of living go higher and higher with the things we have and and buying things and whatnot and so that the incline is going up and up and up and it gets to a point where it's like well it can't it it, it just goes up and up and up and if you think of a graph it kind of like says, well, it can't just keep going up forever. And then it tries to spike, you know, same with, I mean, there's a bunch of different graphs that you could, you could paint or you could draw that kind of have the same conclusion that they just, they seem to be going straight in the sky. So then what you do, you turn that graph on its side so that all of a sudden there's a new baseline for zero point. And that's every generation, every generation Time-wise, instead of like looking back, okay, our standard of living uh, graph is starting at the year 2000 or the year 0000, right? Like AD 0, BC 0, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yeah, if you look at that graph, it's like, but if you look at it from the beginning of our lives, it's like, oh, it's going up and up and up and up and up and up. But now our kids are like, hmm, standard of living starts when I start. So you take that whole graph and you rotate it clockwise – 90 degrees and now it's like starts out at baseline again Ooh, and then it keeps going up oh and you know what happens if you look if you back way off if, and you draw you, that graph it becomes a spiral as you turn it in, four in, times in, you've created yourself a little circle a circle but it becomes not a circle because that because that 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 that's the the, the, the slope curve the slope keeps getting tighter narrower and narrower so as you turn it it gets it goes it's a spiral so we're spiraling downwards towards something Think about that. That's what I've been thinking about. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, let's take a moment and drop some shrooms to really think <laughs> about this and really be able to process it. Dude, I can see my thoughts. Um, Yeah. I can you know. smell your thoughts, dude. I hope those are your thoughts. <laughs> At first, I was kind of... Um, not what I was thinking. ...humoring you and just nodding along. But, I mean, I think you, you pulled it through at the end. I, I can see what you're saying there. I, I get it. Um. It's an interesting thought, and and certainly if if we break it down real quick, um, you're absolutely right. So, you know, our grandparents or our great grandparents thought the car was like this w- most wonderful thing, right? Like this crazy invention that was going to revolutionize the world. And then our kids are like, well, yeah, you get a car, of course you get a car. But now, you know, there's there's, I don't know what the kids want these days. <laughs> it's going to revolutionize the future. Is it Twitter? Is it Facebook? I a don't even segway. know. A segue. A segue? No, I think... A segue in every house. I think a segue is even passe, to be quite honest. No, I think a lot of kids don't even know what a segue is. Do you know what a segue is? Yeah. Remember, like, two weeks ago, we couldn't even come up with the damn word. Yeah, uh, could we not remember it? But, but a segue... Have you ever ridden one? Oh, you told me the story no. about... Oh, didn't you rent one no. or something? But you wanted to. No, 10 years ago. So this is my familiarity with a segue. 10 years ago... 14 years ago, I'm going to say 1999, so that's 13 years ago, uh, they were talking about this thing that was going to revolutionize the world, right? And the speculation was like, oh my God, they've created a perpetual motion machine. Do you know what this means? And then it was just a segue, and everyone was like, oh, well, that's neat. Uh, anyway, blah, 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 fast forward. and you know, ten, more of a gyroscope than a perpetual motion machine. It was not right perpetual, but, but that's what everybody was like. This is, this is going to be the breakthrough they're talking about is perpetual motion. It was, it it was all... a built-in pepper grinder, though. <laughs> the, 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 the Emerald, the Emerald uh, limited edition Emerald Segway had a built-in pepper grinder. Awesome. You can just pepper your meat as you're segwaying over Perpetual it. pepper machine. Perpetual that's, that's what you, you saw. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so they... Bam! They've been around, and you see them on TV, or, or you, if you go to the big city like Chicago or New York, you'll see, like, the police will be want, zooming around in them. Really? Police? Yeah. There's police segues? Oh, yeah. Actually, um... I've seen some police segues in, like, Chris Rock movies, I think. No, the, the, yeah, and that's that's a joke, right? But, no, seriously, <laughs> I've seen police in Chicago. That, that would actually be a very funny uh, uh, scene in, like, one of those buddy cop movies. Oh, sure. Where, 
like one guy's segue just like some guy going across the screen and then like it cuts to the next scene well know? i've got i've got your scene right here so <laughs> seriously we were at the airport um coming back from florida a couple of months ago and there was two people from airport security walking down the hall I should say one was walking and one was riding the Segway. Oh, I thought you were going to say like a guy in a black and white striped shirt and a, and a little raccoon mask went, <laughs> like right behind him. <laughs> and they were like fat old like, guards that were like, wait, stop that Segway. <laughs> and he's like, he's nightly whiplash. So there was two airport securities, one person walking, one person segwaying. And I turned to my wife and I said, well, do you think they had to play rocks, paper, scissors to figure out who gets to ride the Segway? Or do you think there's an actual shift? Like, well, it's it's Tuesday. I get the Segway today. And why were... I, I don't know. It was a very interesting no, scene. Oh, the fellow that was riding the Segway had the gout. Ah. Uh, oh, it hurts when I move my legs. I'm fat and don't drink water. <laughs> I, they probably had to like write a huge proposal to the government why they needed an extra $7,000 to buy a Segway for this guy who, yeah. So anyways, um, about five years ago, uh, outside of our local bicycle shop, Machinery Row Bicycles, there was a guy who had like 10 Segways sitting outside, uh, and he's like, you know, uh, I'm selling Segways. You want to buy a Segway? And I was like, you know, I don't really want to buy a Segway, but... Do you remember how much they were? Just, uh, I'm, I'm curious. Because no, I threw out the $7,000 number, and I'm... Could be. Thinking, I have. I have no idea. Here, I pick one up on eBay now for like ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it could plus, be plus four ninety nine shipping and handling. It doesn't really keep you upright, but it's a Segway, you yeah, know. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so it's made, it's made out of like a uh, plumber's pipe or something. <laughs> it's like PVC duct tape. Duct tape Segway. Right? Um. So I'm talking to the sales guy. He's got ten of them there, and I'm like, well, you know, I'd l- I'd love to test drive one. I mean, I I hear you just thirty seven dollars for half an hour. Twenty bucks. 20 bucks for a half an hour. Yeah, I was like, tw- uh, tw- really? Sign like, here, 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 here. Put this on, put this on, put this on, put this on. You can only go on the chosen path. It's mm-hmm. seven feet that way. <laughs> and three feet back. you got to walk at the other four feet. Watch out for the ducks. <laughs> Watch out for the duck poop. And there's an electricity charging fee that I'll also have to hit you with. <laughs> no, seriously, it was Where? it was it was like that. I mean, I, we joke about that, but it was like really, I can't even just test drive this stupid thing. I'm not interested in it. And actually, when we were in Florida, like after that whole plane ride where I saw the Segway driver, uh, the place in Florida that, that we go, they they give Segway tours. I'm like, well, right, that's what I was. That's what I alluded to in the very beginning. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's all right because I mean, a Segway tour is basically you have your guide in the front and you have a guide in the back, and that you you go as a pack, right? Single file. I'm like, who's the Alpha Segway? Right, right, right. It's like right. a really big one with a big burly guy. With it it's like it's like spikes on who's it. the guy from Goonies? The chunk. Yeah, he he <laughs> he now works as Segway tour guide, the Alpha Segway tour guide. He's got a really, he's got like an off road. Double He's got knobby tires on his Segway. Oh, we're going mudding now. Um, hey, we're going to the candy store. Rocky Road. So, uh, you know, we looked in. We didn't look into it. We just watched these old people on their Segways, single in file, in pack, single file packs, and I'm like, what? How? You just sit there at the side of the road with like a, with a little <laughs> pea shooter or something, spitballing them. Ping. What the? And I think they all had helmets and knee pads on, so it was a very silly sight. And I'm just like, you know, I would probably spend thirty dollars to rent one for two hours if I could just take it wherever I wanted to. And I'm not hanging out with the pack or the Alpha Segway, but they don't offer that package, so I'm maybe that's why it's not taken off because there was a, there was a funny uh, they're completely inaccessible George Bush video with with a segue too wasn't there? Didn't he try mm. to get on one and fall on his face or something? Could be. That sounds pretty familiar. So that's that's what the kids are uh, that's what the kids are not all about. No, I don't probably. think the kids are like, about they segways. All, they all want uh what do they, what do they want then? They want uh iPads, right? Um I don't even little, know. I you know really what? Maybe it's know. gotten to the point where they they we our generation like you and I like the 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 what what would we be the Y X Z? If what, if well, are we according generation? What, according what to market trends, and I I've, I've been to a couple of seminars about this. We are the X generation. The generation above us is the Y gen or, or Generation X, and then the generation above us is Generation Y. And so, I'll, like the thirty year olds now, or the twenty five year olds now. Twenty five to thirty is Generation right, Y. y. And then there's so um, Z is like teens right now. They don't call it Z. I can't remember what they call it. Zeta, but, but think of them epsilon, as epsilon epsilon. No, think of them as like the the 
I don't, I hate to say it, but think of them as the Facebook generation, but that's not what they called them. They had a different name for them, like the digital generation or the, okay. So what what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing or what I, what I just uh, conceived of is that we were kind of at the, at the, at the cusp at the beginning of the, the digital technology. Absolutely. Right. Video, beginning of video games. Right. Right. So we absorbed that and we still were, we're like swimming in it, living it. We're, Mm -hmm. You are working in it. There's a huge percentage that are working in it, mm-hmm. uh, keeping it going, and it, and it's and it's a ubiquitous part of our society, culture, uh, and and into the future it will be. The next generation grew up with it, mm-hmm. and so they are it's it, it's it's air to them. Mm-hmm. They they take it for granted, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of looking for the new thing. The new thing became, like you said, this new. Uh, Epsilon or, or, or whatever it may be that the teens now are kind of the Facebook where it's like social media. So if you if you look if you back up and look at those trends as a as a um, as a as a phenomenon, it, be, it it went from like kind of kind of software to hardware or maybe from hardware to software mm-hmm. to interaction where wetware. Hmm. And that's you know what? That's the Rudy Rucker trilogy of books. Hardware, software. Actually, software was first, but if you mm-hmm. if you want to go back, you know, if you I mean, we're, I'm not going to make a direct parallel. It just occurred mm-hmm. to me. I said it, but it goes hardware, software, wetware, because mm-hmm. the wetware is like back to, you know, the, the communication between human beings, which is which is software. Right. Because it's all electrical impulses and yeah. all data is is contained within our heads. And if we can communicate that data we don't need computers or anything to do it. I mean, or we don't need to like interact with that computer. We'd rather interact with human beings. That's that's more so, bred into us than anything. We, this was mm-hmm. this this whole electronic thing is actually just kind of like a blip right now. I well, mean, let me. T- this is something totally new. You maybe know? we can come up with something off of this because I, I recently went to a couple of different uh, government computer seminar type things where they try to tell you teach you what's going on right walls have ears (laughs) that's what they taught you big brother is watching you don't don't steal office supplies (laughs) somebody farted but basically it was johnson in 7q what they taught they they, bring him up here they detailed three generations of workers smells more like jeremy (laughs) (laughs) what's what's he doing over there what's he building in there and more importantly what's he eating (laughs) what's Um, they detailed three types of workers. They detailed like your ward cleaver who is, he works for the company for 40 years. He, he retires. He doesn't need, he doesn't need praise. Like your Paul Hodel. Yeah. And nobody knows who that is, but yeah, he's a company man. That's, that's the name. That's the new name. That's the new ward cleaver, the Paul Hodel. Yeah. He's there for the company, and he doesn't expect praise. He doesn't need praise. He shows up at 8, he does his work, he clocks out at 5, and he's done. Then you get into my generation, or what they, the, you know, 30s to 40s. The Jeremy Gotcher. <laughs> sure, the, the Jeremy Gotcher generation. And what are you after, Jeremy Gotcher? What they say is um, my generation uh, works hard but looks for a lot of um, praise and recognition and wants and to. donuts in the break room. <laughs> And wants to um, excel through the company quickly, uh, whereas like the older generation was like, one day I'll get that promotion, one day I'll get that promotion. They may work for the company for twenty years before they make supervisor. People in my generation are like, look, I've been here for five years. That's a long time because we're think about like all the technology and stuff truncating around us. You go back thirty years ago, you had mainframe dinosaur machines that were just around forever, and I'm making a digital parallel i understand and then you get to my generation where it's like computer stuff changes moore's law it just keeps changing rapidly 18 months faster and faster and faster yeah Yeah. and so we're like i'm gonna make supervisor in five years i'm gonna get this promotion in five years i'm gonna get more responsibility in five years three years two years one year then they say that about 25 years old and younger these people are like in and out they don't need your recognition they don't necessarily care if they make supervisor or manager or a promotion, but they don't want to work eight to five. They'll give you your eight hours, but they're it's think about like um iPhone apps. 
or Facebook apps. It's like, um, I'm in, I do this thing, and then I'm out. I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, out. So they work from like 8 to 10, and then 1 to 2, and then If they're at a bar, they can fire up their their little laptop and go, blip, 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 blip. Exactly. Oh, great idea. Yeah, we talked about this last week or two weeks. Yeah, last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's, what I mean, what Time I'm... Time dilates. All I'm trying to get get at here is like trying to dial into what what are the kids after is quick fast and on my time on my schedule like i'll give you what you need but look if it's at 1 a.m it's at 1 a.m well are we talking about their work ethic or work habits well or what I'm were trying, we talking about there? i'm trying we're talking about like what what are the what, what do they want what do they want and so well what we were, we were talking about physical because w- what we wanted was was cars. I was like, I wanted a car. I never wanted a car. Well, what did you want? Well, I guess what I'm trying to get to is like you would think about you, you and me and computers. You would, at least I would. I wanted a computer. I bought a computer. And I, I, think, I bought the Commodore. Yeah, God's sake. I saved up all my money and I went to. It was it was a it was actually a, a, a like a like a radio store. Right. They they sold musical instruments. I forget the name of Radio Doctors. Maybe mm-hmm. some. I don't I don't remember what it's called, but. Uh, they sold musical instruments and blah blah blah, and then they were like, "Well, we have the the new computer and blah blah blah." And I saved up a lot of money and I walked in there and plunked out six hundred dollars and I bought the monitor and the disc drive and yep. the computer and and BC's Quest for tires. And yeah, I walked out of that thing and I took it home and I was like, "This is this is the coolest yeah. thing ever." But now think about that: whether or not you think it was a good purchase or not, think about when you came home and you set that thing up, how much time you spent on it. Doing, uh, doing a single task. For example, oh my god, loading a game. Well, and I'm not just talking about waiting, but I mean, <laughs> it was kind of a, it was kind of a, um, a triumph to, you put the disc in, you type in load quote star quote comma eight comma one enter, run, and then the game finally comes up, and you've already now you've already got five minutes invested in this. Yeah. You, you probably sit there for, I don't know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour. Or if you ever got into the programming aspect, you would sit there all day like typing in code. Now, fast forward to the iPad and the iPhone. You you got your iPhone from the AT&T store. You installed Angry Birds, and you're like, this is neat. And you spent 15 minutes playing Angry Birds, and then you put it in your pocket. There was none of this like... And it was like super intense, like high quality. Yeah. It was like, wow. So yeah. that's what... That's what I'm trying to drive towards is like our generation, like we got these things and they were kind of a challenge to use. And once you kind of figured it out, you spent a lot of time doing one thing. Whereas now all of the devices and all of the the technology and, and the stuff is catered towards here it is. Get in, get out, do it, have fun. And we're out and we're on to the next thing. You know what? That actually nestles into what I was talking about. Exactly. That's what I'm trying. I think is that we're. Getting, the first, like our generation yeah. was kind of hardware, and yeah. then the next generation was kind of software, and now this generation is like, is so saturated with that, and so... Well, goes to, they it were goes so, to that quality of life thing we were talking about. Well, they're, they're, let, me, let me finish this thought. Yeah, yeah, they, they're, mm-hmm. they're so used to it, and, they're, and, it, and they take it so much for granted, and it's so quick and beautiful and seamless yeah. that they get bored of it so fast and where can it really go they're trying to do 3d stuff now which i'm sorry i i can't even watch it it hurts my eyes oh, 3d I, tv or TV, movies whatever whatever they're trying to do yeah, video yeah, yeah. because i you you brought up the angry birds how oh. i mean I, I really like that metaphor about uh when when you know back in the day if if we wanted to make like a i mean i remember try, what i tried to make was i didn't really try to program games i mean i guess i did but I knew I was never good enough to do that, but I would do databases on my Doctor Who uh, oh, sure. book collection. But, but I would, would do it all. Th- I wouldn't do routines. I wouldn't do like I wouldn't do it simply. I would sit there and type and everything mechanically. You know, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. just say like data retrieve. I I never figured that aspect of it out. But yeah, I would sit there for hours and hours and hours and type all this crap in, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I would get the result and I'd be like, yeah, that was good. Now it's like they get the iPhone, they push the button. They play this fantastically wonderful game, and they get bored of it, and they put it down. And then they want more human interaction. So I think it's coming full circle where, like, this new generation is like, we're going to get mm-hmm. away from that that data stuff, and we want more physical human interaction. I we think, actually, yeah. We're actually getting back to that. You know, it's it's somehow that's – and actually, you're right. That does – 
go uh blend into that to that to that revolution thing where mm-hmm. that standard of living is turning 90 degrees every generation and what i said was that it spirals mm-hmm. and it does spiral to a certain degree because i think that that angle is getting steeper and steeper but it also i think it it uh, this is this is a weird thought hear me out though that that line that is drawn okay that of those gra- of those p- data points that are graphed that line that is drawn creates our timeline of reality and those that timeline of reality when it as it spirals as as small as the distance between those spiral uh lines are they're almost parallel because they're so long that we can't tell i mean it's getting shorter and shorter that's why i think it's we're coming to an endpoint of some sort but they can those they actually communicate with with each other hmm. like there's there's some data transfer there's there's physical not there's 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 physical transfer and when i say when i say that what i mean is um by physical uh it's it's on, on an atomic scale excuse me mm-hmm. where there or, or energy there's some sort of energy that that we actually feel Okay, you know what? Last generation did this, or like four generations ago. Wow, this was going on, and and that spiral is getting so small. Does that make any sense at all? Yeah, I, I'm getting really, really out there. I understand. Kind of that. getting a little abstract. But um, it's eight bit talking. It's eight bit. It's the eight bit beer, folks. Check out the beer cast on YouTube or at redcapproductions.com. No, I, I mean I was trying as I'm making the parallels with the video games and the the Angry Birds and the iPhones and such. I think I agree with you in terms of the human communication, but then there is still that aspect of that quick in and quick out because um I don't know about I don't know about you, but I've been out with some people where you're having a, a conversation and mid conversation they grab that phone and they answer a text or they shoot off an email or they check their Facebook and you're like alright, I I can wait until you're done. Like for example, today uh I was at work and uh, I was conducting a meeting with my staff, and I'm you know giving them like. Did this. you have a baton? You with the baritone, louder! No, so I'm 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 doing the meeting, and uh, I, there's a bunch of people on their iPads, and I can't see what they're doing. And not that I'm any sort of micromanager, but it was very distracting to me because I'm I'm trying to convey information to them. And I can't tell if they're answering texts or on Facebook or taking notes. So at one point, I actually had to stop the meeting and be like, I trust everybody is taking notes on this on their digital devices and not doing other things. Oh, yeah, 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 that's what we're doing. So I, I just throw that out there because have you ever been with somebody who you're talking with and they just whip out their phone like mid-sentence and just start texting? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was listening. Uh-huh. Oh, I totally agree with that. Uh, I don't, I can't think of a particular instance, but I can, yeah, yeah, I, okay. I, I feel that. And I, I understand where you're coming from, where it's like, wow, they can't be listening. Right. And, and I'm just, you know what, you know what? I think they, about myself, you the know? The thing is, the thing is, is that they, they, because I've actually done things like that where, because I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm at my store and I'll be talking to somebody on the phone and I'll be trying to help a customer at the same time. And I'm well, like, that's a oh, little I'm, different. Well, but it, it gets to the point where it's like, uh, okay. Well, and then I'll get a text in between that, actually. <laughs> so okay. there'll be like a couple things going on. And I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, or I'm, well, you, you probably felt that about me where I'm like, eh, I seem to be over here and you're trying to have a conversation with me. And I'm not, it doesn't seem like I'm paying attention. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I'll listen and I'm like, but I'm not, it is very rude. It's extremely rude because you are not giving that person your full attention. And you're saying you're not important enough for me to be giving you my full attention. So it, it and but then again, to say that it's bad or not, I'm not saying it's bad or not. Right. That's that's I think it's I'm not trying to make a judgment call. I'm just saying from my own perspective, I know that if I'm trying to do three things at once, I'm going to do three things poorly at once. Yes. Yes. So if I'm doing, and if it's and if it's a human being mm-hmm. that you're kind of blowing off to do your other thing right you're disrespecting that human being right. and, if, and if i mean in your situation and and you know if you're the boss and you're trying to present a meeting yeah that's ridiculous mm-hmm. i mean 
I would say uh, maybe you could precursor your your meetings like that by saying, look, you know what? I'm going to have this meeting, and if you're playing around with your phone, fine. You can play your Angry Birds. You can do whatever you want. You can text. But if something that I said comes up that you screwed up, if you're doing this thing and, and you don't understand it or you have to come back to me with questions or all kinds of stuff or whatever, or I see that you didn't listen to this meeting and the and the points that I made about, about how we're going to move mm-hmm. forward in this project, we're going to dock you on this. So... My my you know my my uh, advice to you would be turn it off, pay attention. Yeah, no, I and I I, I get that part, uh, but I think if you take it if you dial it back down to the kids, I think that maybe maybe the kids can handle that level of multitasking, because like you said in your original analogy, um, they're not gonna wait for BC's quest for tires to load up. They're used to Angry Birds instantly being available on their phone, playing it for a few minutes, and then playing Plants vs. Zombies, and then answering a text, and then talking to you on the phone, and then having a conversation It's with not you. the same thing, though. Not with the meeting uh, parallel that I made. I only threw that Even out. Even with a conversation. You don't think so? No. You don't think that the kids... like? No. I'm okay. I don't, because, and here's why. Uh, if, if you're having a conversation with somebody, and there's a little bit of a lull, you don't, you don't like tune out and start texting away have another conversation and then expect then the other person's gonna be like well then i'm gonna go have this conversation with somebody because you know right. what that's that's what life is life is about you you're not on and 100 percent all the time mm-hmm. it doesn't work you're gonna fall down you're gonna you're gonna collapse and you're gonna you're gonna disappear you're you're, you're not gonna work you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna burn out die young fine if that's what you want to do maybe that's what this younger generation is shooting for and maybe they're under the assumption that, hey, the healthcare is so strong nowadays and there's so many pills and wonderful pharmaceuticals that I can just do everything and all the time and I can take some pills and make it better. And I, no, I exercise no, no, and eat no, no, the right no. food and nothing's ever going to happen no, to me. No, You can have yourself a monster energy drink when you get a little tired. Right on. Yeah. Okay. So and you I don't do all need these pills things, and pharmaceuticals. But that's ridiculous. That's bullshit because the human existence consists of highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Consists of cycles. Nature itself. And that's... Maybe that is what is coming back through uh, in 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 the kids nowadays, where they are kind of seeking out more. That's why we're the. That's why this is the Facebook generation because they're seeking out more of that social interaction instead of that interaction with the computer, which is n- nothing but you know raw bouncing back of 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 your input, and it doesn't have. And then once they figure it out, oh, all right, I'm bored of this because it's. They want they want that that uh, that randomness that that human interaction causes, but now all right to to yeah I, I, that that thing about the texting in between a conversation, no I I I mean maybe it is fine, and and I'm sure it is I'm sure it's completely accepted in in a lot of circles, mm-hmm. uh but I I really find a problem with it and if I found my kids doing it I'd be like hey you know what. That's totally disrespectful, mm-hmm. and and uh, I mean, there's a lot of things. They're still pretty young, so I'm. There's a lot of things that I do find disrespectful. Even I mean, it has nothing to do with technology because they're not mm-hmm. technological by any means yet. Right. They're not. They. I mean, you. They're eons behind your kid. I mean, <laughs> I, my kids are seriously no. You. I mean, my kids have never even seen a Nintendo or a Xbox or a PlayStation or a Game Boy or any of that for that matter, or Wii or any of those. Um, you know, my daughter's f- almost five. She's played a couple games on the iPhone and once in a while. But her favorite one is that Talking Tom the Cat. Oh, it's like, oh, well, Ella likes talks that. Back Ella to likes her. It. But does let me ask you this: with that Talking Tom Cat, to get a little off topic, does does it start off with like blah 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 blah, blah and then end up with like just screaming at the thing and having the thing scream back at her? No. Oh no. Okay, because that's what that's what my daughter does, and that's what uh, the person that introduced us to that game. I would call it's not a game, but that's apparently what like the uh, general elevation of that is with most kids is to start off like saying silly things. And when you run out of silly things, just screaming babble at it and have it screaming babble back at you. Oh, Lily doesn't do that. No, not yet. Well, look, I'm not saying it's a good thing because it's a it's it's gosh darn annoying. Well, she doesn't like every time she picks up. She doesn't like start with the screaming, does she? No, no, no. She it, it's it's an escalation. You know, okay. be like, "I'm silly, I'm silly," you know, and then after like five or ten minutes, she's just like, bah, 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 and then the thing repeats back what she's saying. It's like, Ugh. and then you're sitting. It's in the car or it's in the living room. And it's like, can you go to your room and do that? No, I want to be with you. It's like, 
I don't really want to listen to this. I well, give me honest. that phone back then. Jeez. Yeah. No, I mean, we, yeah. But anyways, that was just an aside. Anyways. But anyhow, the Facebook generation. Yeah. Is that what we were, is that what we're here to talk about today? We were talking I don't about know. the. Just kind of, uh, you, well, you started with your circle and I think we're, we're talking about circles and seasons. Season cycle moving round and round. Pushing life up from a cold, dead ground. It's glowing So there you go. Pushing the pedals on the season cycle. So there's your season cycles. What were we talking about? Um, we were talking about cycles. Uh, I don't know. Um, we were talking about the uh, standard of living going around and around and the generation Y, generation Z, generation Epsilon, the new generation and how they're, uh, they want to connect with people more because everything's so fast. Mm, fast internet. Fast and internet. And, and like... Multi multitasking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't I mean multitasking, yeah. I think you lose I think you lose um quality when you when you start multitasking, you know. That's what they do say is that it's uh you're more productive if you do a single task rather than trying to do like three or four tasks at the same time, multitasking. Well, but then again I've heard were you going to go on there? I'm sorry. Well, no, I was, which is, you know, every every decade there's a new study that counters, like, the last study that was done the previous decade. And I think, you know, in the 90s it was all about multitasking and productivity. And if we can do three things at the same time, we're three times more efficient. And I think these days they go back and say, well, no, because you're not focusing entirely on it. More mistakes are made when you're multitasking and, and stuff like that. I I I tend to believe that, if you want something done, give it to the busiest person you know. Because that is the person that gets things done. But maybe that's kind of a different realm. Maybe me, that's you like, know what? I wanna, maybe that's personality. No, no, no. no. I want to connect that to what you just said uh, because that's that's very insightful of you. Um, first of all, uh, um, I was recently in a management training class and they talked about uh how do you delegate work and how you uh, um how you make sure things get done on time and and things like that and they said what's the old adage if you want something done find the busiest person and give it to that give it to him or her because that busiest person is the person that everybody gives work to because that's the person that's 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 um that wants to succeed there was a name for it and i can't remember what that person was um maybe not doesn't want to succeed had work ethic maybe or they're just they're just they just get things done. They, they just they, want to get yeah, things done. Yeah. They have a drive about them that, that maybe others don't have. But the problem that, that that happens with that is you can get three, four, five months of solid grinding, cranking work out of this person who's who, who's, a, who's a workhorse. That's what they call a workhorse. But as soon as you start getting to the five-month, six-month mark, all of a sudden their work starts sliding a little bit because – they need that. Those are the people that have ADD. Ups and downs, right? Yeah. Like you said before, you can't always be up and, and in that, yeah. that cycle when they're the busiest and they're the people that you want to go to. They're in an up cycle. And then they start sliding. They go into a down cycle. And then... What did your management training seminar say about that? Well, what they said is that typically the way typically the way it's handled is you'd be like, ah, you know, when they go to that slide, oh, Pete, uh, he's always been trouble. You know, I've never really tried. And then you kind of start shifting that work away yeah. from that guy. And what they said is that's you know that's not really fair. It's not the way things should be. I mean, you have to realize there's ups and downs. And so, what they really stressed was you know you you, you first of all you try to identify that early, and then you try to shift the work away from that person to somebody else, not as a punishment, but to allow them that down so that they can balance themselves back up to being back to that high performing workhorse, which is where you want them. And you got to try to strike a balance. Well, here's what I would say. Sure. And and maybe this is completely radical and it's ridiculous and crazy and baloney. Um, but I feel like I am pretty insightful because I think I'm one of those people. Uh, and I had the same kind of problem in school. I had the same problem in just about every job I've had. Uh, and that is that those those kind of people probably have ADD. 
and those people want to get things done and they're driven and they connect a lot of things and they can get a lot of things done because they 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 kind of see if they have four different projects that seem to be unrelated they can kind of relate them and kind of say well oh i can take a little piece of this and mix it into this one mm-hmm. mix it into that one and i can get i can make this wonderful thing out of a couple of other things meanwhile i've solved a couple of other problems that other people were kind of stuck on without even thinking about it you know mm-hmm. but yeah after after a couple months of that, it's like, oh my God, you know, I just, so instead of like saying, well, you can have, you know, four weeks a year and you can take a week at a time and you can go on your vacations. Why not say, all right, you work and, and we are actually going to give you the freedom of, of, of burning through all these projects that we have Mm -hmm. going on and you burn through those projects or 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 you give us like four solid or six solid months of work throughout the year and you can take the other six months off and you can go wherever you want. You can go live in the south of France and you can just drink wine and eat cheese and bread all day and, and walk around in the, in <laughs> and the, roll in yourself the back to work in six months. Yeah. No, no, no seriously. No. Because you know what? And that that is like that totally reminds me also of what's going on with this with this Facebook generation. Facebook, you know, because well, no. what do they do? They're like, oh, I'm doing a whole bunch of other things, and I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And, and, and they, can't, they can't focus on one thing. I, no, how did, that, how did that relate? How did, how did that relate? Damn it, I just I lost it. But it, I, it somehow relates to, that, to, that, to what we were talking about earlier. I want to I wanna, I wanna visit that because... Okay, go, do it. Because I, I kind of lost it, and I, I was going there. I'll probably remember it. If, let me, if let me take the ball and run. In, in one of these summits that I was reaching... Well, let me get this text quick. Hello? Oh, no, no. I'm just talking to my... I'm just doing a podcast. I got time. I got time. Maybe tomorrow. I'll call you later. So they talk about that older guy who works 8 to 5. He takes his lunch at noon. He takes a break at 3.15 and 9.30. Liverwurst with onions on the rye again? Yep. And he'll, if there's no work, he will sit there from 3.30 until 5 o'clock and then punch out. You get to my generation where that 3.30 to 5 o'clock is like, uh, you got something for me? What can I do? Uh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do some research or something. And now you get to one of the um, keynote speakers was talking about, uh, you know, rather than focusing on for, for hundreds of years, well, not hundreds, but at least 100 years, we've been focusing on the eight-hour workday. You come to my place, you give me eight hours, I'll give you a paycheck. No matter what you do in that eight hours, I'll give you some tasks, whatever. But there are some people that can complete a 40-hour work week in 20 hours or 30 hours. And so his proposal was, let's flip this thing on its end. You keep the salaries the same, but instead of paying for an eight-hour workday, you pay for the job well done. The job done. Yeah. Here's the job. You do this job in yeah. three weeks. I'm going to pay you for three weeks of time. You that's how done. that's how mechanics will get paid. Well, but mm, is that how they? Is that how? Yeah. They get paid? You, if you go in and and they say, oh, it looks like you need uh, your CV joint replaced mm-hmm. and you need your water pump replaced. They have a little chart there that says, okay. Uh, the labor, right. it's going to take two hours to do your CV joints, and it's going to take an hour and a half to do your, and we charge you $90 an hour for this, so your total is $450 for the whole thing, okay? Right. And if they and get... the parts are 100 bucks, okay? Right. So 550 bucks, we can get all this stuff done. If that mechanic comes in, he's like, oh, my God, this is a, it's a, it's a freaking gremlin. I used to have one. I can tear this thing apart and put it back together in an hour and a half. I could do this water pump in 15 minutes. Yeah. Whoops. He can make ninety bucks in fifteen minutes. Yeah. Because he gets the thing done, boom, and he does another one, boom, gets it done, boom, does another one. That's how that's how mechanics work. Yeah. Yeah. They have a set billing oh, yeah. for yeah, yeah. a certain amount of a, a certain thing. And whether they get it done in a half an hour or here's the rub, if they find if like the, the bolts are like stripped or it's rusted on there and they have to like cut the bolts off, drill it out, put it, you know, tap a new bolt in there. If it takes them 4 hours, eh, they're not it's going to be charged the same amount. I've not had that experience. I've had a different experience where they call you up and be like, "Ooh, these bolts are really rusty. We're going to have to charge you an extra hour of labor." Well, okay, so then well, maybe mm. then that's but it, yeah, well. But anyways, okay. you're just talking about Yeah, that's cuz we're in a capitalistic system. <laughs> I, I don't know, whatever. 
But basically, that's what this guy was saying is don't don't. First of all, you know, in this digital generation, you can we can do so many things remotely because we're dealing with data. We're moving data. Sure. We talked about this like last week, last week. It feels like a very familiar conversation, but yeah. don't make them come to this building that is stinky and moldy and has been around for 70 years. And it costs a lot to, to run. you got yeah. to power the thing. you got to heat the thing. you got to probably a photocopier and a computer All the and gas. A and they drive. I mean, half these people live in Mineral Point or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. driving them 50 miles a day. All that sort of stuff. Let them work from home and don't make them work 8 to 5. Say, this is what you need to accomplish. And if you accomplish this, boom, you get paid. Uh, that and, sounds like a union idea, though. Uh, Isn't that what unions are all about? Unions are like cutting down the work week and raising pay and raising uh, standard of living for the for the little guy. I don't. I think, think that would become a fight from from the big guys up on top that are making the money off of that. I don't somehow. think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think the union really fights for that kind of a radical. Well, idea but okay, here's all right. But they did were, fight for the forty. Do you got more to say about that? No. All right. Here's where I was going to go. With with that with that union thing, because unions are usually liberal, they're usually democratic, they're usually uh, not so much Republican, not so much conservative ideas, which are kind of designed, as far as I'm concerned, to kind of hold people back, because they're also usually tied up with religion, and religion has a tendency to, oops, try to control people, because once you have a controlled population, it's easy to get them to do certain things, you know, they're not going to have radical ideas and try to change anything. So, if you start giving people the freedom to only work 20 hours a week from home and get their same amount of work done, they're going to have more free time. Yeah, a lot of the people are going to take that time and say, oh, I'm going to go motorboating, and I'm going to go fishing, and I'm going to go rock climbing. But there's going to be 5%, 10% that are going to say, wow, I'm going to start thinking about the 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 whole idea of of what we're doing here and i i we, we can change it we can make it better we can make the whole thing better by eliminating this and eliminating that and and reducing our dependency on this and, and dependent, reducing our dependency on that and all those kind of things that those people could eliminate are kind of like the ron paul theory where hey wait a minute there's a lot of big old corporations that are making lots of money by those ideas and those big old corporations and that big old money does not want to see those kind of things disappear. No. So they are going to fight to to say no 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 we don't want we don't want to give the people the freedom to work at home for only 20 hours even though it would save us a lot of money by not mm-hmm. having to have these big old stinky buildings I'd rather have them come in here so I can see them and I will be in control of them and I will know what they're doing and I will dole out their entertainment. Oh, you can have the weekend and you can have four weeks a year. And we will know that, okay, it's it's a precious thing for you to have that four weeks a year. It's you're usually gonna go, You're going to go to Disneyland. Though. It's not four weeks. Or you're going to go weeks. here. You see what I'm saying, though? Yeah, no, I do. Because I'm just thinking about it, you know. So so to mm-hmm. get to that point, even though it's a fantastic idea, it's, it's, it's almost, it's a pipe dream because no, yeah. there's too much money probably against it. Well, not only that, in industry as a whole, this old money, these old corporations are frightened, are terrified, are shaking, mortified of any sort of change because they've, they've, they've carved out this path, this a path. precarious precipice that they're yeah. on that they've built up over the years and it's, like, oh, my God, there's so many ideas out there that could just topple this at any moment. Yeah. yeah. For example, um, when Netflix first came out, the movie studios were like, oh, my God, you, you're going to let people stream our movies on the Internet? Are you insane? That will destroy our business. It turns out that that was a you know multi-billion dollar deal for both the movie industries and Netflix. A lot of people made a bunch of money off of it. But the point is, is that even when a change is beneficial towards a corporation, they're still like, a change could could go wrong bad warning warning we're on the straight and narrow path it makes money stockholders are happy we're happy we're just going to stay stay going this way stay focused stay going forward um so i and and i'm trying to relate that back to like my own situation or what i do and you know i go to this office building i get there at 7:30 i sit down in my cubicle i check the email i'm sitting all day right and i get these tasks and i do these tasks 
Um, there's really no, for me anyways, there's no like do this thing and once you do this thing, you're done. It's like keep doing all these things. But I, I'm in management, so it's a little bit different. But anyways, you know, I get home, I, I literally sit all day and I communicate via email or via uh, phone all day. So I'm, I'm always using my brain. Um, and when I get done with the day, I feel exhausted, but I haven't like physically done anything, but mentally I'm kind of like drained. Emotionally exhausting. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, emotionally, but certainly mentally drained. Cause I've just been like thinking and writing and rereading and proofreading. And is this a good idea? That was a bad idea. This, that, and the other thing. And then I get home and it's like, I want to, I want to do something creative or I want to go take a walk or I want to exercise. And I plump down on the couch and I'm just like, Ugh, I'm tired, you know, and it, it's, it really doesn't make any sense because I didn't really, I didn't really do anything physically exerting all day. So in the example where, and maybe that's from what you were talking about from the idea perspective, or if you want to take it to a conspiratorial sense, that's a good place to keep us. Mm-hmm. We're sharpest at work when we're focused on producing widgets, or in my case, facilitating governmental programs or whatever. And then by the time we get home, we're not so sharp anymore because we've kind of expelled that all at work. Whereas if I was like working from home, you know, I'd have the dog down here. We'd I'd be maybe juggling or doing a yo-yo or I'd have a treadmill and I'd be doing the same amount of work, but I wouldn't be like sitting in a cubicle in my little spinny chair and typing. I don't think that's what that's, that's not what I was referring to. That would be a problem. I think I was more referring to the idea that if, like, um, you only had to work 20 hours a week and you could do it from home to get your same job done, um, and then you had an extra 20 hours a week, say you only had to work, say you only had to work two days a week. Yeah. You think you get your job done in two days a week if you, if you, if they were like, they backed off a little bit and, and a couple of the people that were underneath you took a little more initiative, whatever. Or some of the people that you that you direct, do you think they could get the jobs that you give them done in less time? Two days, no, but I could... Three? Three, like nine, solid nine-hour, ten-hour days, I think so. Three, ten, well, yeah, but three ten-hour days, that's 30 hours. So Okay, so three days. Three days, ten hours, If you hours, work three hours, hours... Okay, so you would have a four-day weekend... You would have a five. Four. You would have a four day weekend. I can't do math. Can you imagine what you would do with? I mean, yeah, you would. You would be like, oh my god, that's so cool. You'd I mean, be so recharged be by like, the time you came back. To I work. would. I would like. I would. Oh my god, these camping trips we're gonna plan, and we're gonna camp this. But you know what? What would you do? Are you kind of bored of work? Are you kind of sick of work? Right? Probably a little bit. Well, you'd you'd kind of get bored, and you'd get kind of sick of like the the whole entertainment thing and the and the and the and the camping thing so y- you would you would start thinking about well you'd probably start thinking about work more. what like what am i gonna do and then you'd back? be well no you wouldn't you wouldn't be thinking about well all right i'm gonna i want to i want to get back into it and do what they want me to do i'm gonna start thinking about you know what i could this could be done better this whole system could be done better mm. i mean if it was we could do well, but this. But that's what I was trying to allude to. And then you'd st- yeah. that when you start questioning authority because you have too much mental energy and, and, and gumption to, mm-hmm. to kind of think about those kind of things and time to put into that. And then that's when things start changing. That's when evolution happens. Well, that's what I was trying to allude towards to the, like, I, I sit at all day and my, I'm, I'm on five days a week at work for eight hours and then I come home and I'm not, I don't feel as sharp. Do you see what I'm saying? So I think it it all is related. It, it it all folds together. So you get that 4-day weekend on the 3rd day on the 4th day you can you could start really like creatively coming up with some solutions to why why the hell do we work so much and don't you think we get the same results out of just, you know, shaving some corners? But at the same point keeping people employed and paying them so that we can make this world go round and such. It's a little over the over the top and a little conspiratorial, but I I I buy it. I get it. I mean, I think that's I think a lot of people come home after a forty hour work week and they're just like, put some dinner on me and let's turn on the TV. I had a long week. I certainly haven't been as uh, creative 
as I used to be. Well, you run your own business, though, so you you got no excuse. It's there's it's a lot. You're probably most creative at work when you're setting up your displays. No, and... I don't do is I don't know. I every day I should take a picture and put it on Facebook. Every day I should be updating my website. Every day I should be creating a new window. Every month I should be creating a whole new window scene. And I just I don't. Have to, well, I mean, besides the fact that I'm a single parent of two kids, mm. practically, you know, it's like yeah, that eats up most of my time, but. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. No, I, <laughs> I had something else to say. And I told, oh, um, this, this is, is going to be the last thing. Yeah, this was, well, it was kind of an aside, but it kind of it kind of reminded me. Have you heard of biotechnology? Yeah. But Bi- what's your definition of biotechnology? Uh, biological technology. <laughs> <laughs> it's the use. The definition of biotechnology is the use of animals. Yeah. Well, I worked at Harlan. To, to further... And benefit to further the, the, the cause and, and, and yes, and to and to cause the advancement of humankind. And animals, as far as I'm concerned, are are are, are uh, humans as well. Humans are animals, right? So we're mammals. Well, we're animals. Yeah, I mean. So I the the point I was going to bring up was no, I, 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 I did a I did a mammals. Yeah, mammals are animals. What mammals? Animals? Animals? Is animals, a whale mammals, an animals. animal? Whales are mammals. Yeah, a whale is a mammal, but is it an animal? All mammals are animals. You did not know that? No. All mammals are animals. Hello. All animals are animals. I mean, animals are, if it's not a tree or a flower or a bush, it's an animal or a rock. Really? Anyways, I went to a research study on batteries. They paid me $50. I went in there, and I talked about batteries for an hour. And I felt it was biotechnology mm-hmm. because this woman sat there, and she said, well, you know, what do you, how do you use your batteries, blah, 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 blah. And uh, we we're thinking about this new product, and this is what it does, and blah blah. What do you think? What would, what would the price range be? And were you part of a market research? I was. Oh, okay, okay. And I made fifty bucks doing it for an hour. I was like, hey, I could do that, you know. Okay. And um, I was thinking about it, and it's like you know these big corporations. They probably hire. They have all these man, and like the whole place was like full of like Rondane memorabilia. Mm. Like seriously, there must have been. $500,000 worth of Rondane memorabilia. It was like signed jerseys everywhere. Sure. And like, you know, pictures and huge pictures and signed pictures and all this footballs. And there was the co- a cow, mm-hmm. the, the painted cow, and the Rondane commemorative painted cow. And how much do you think that cost at auction? I mean, the Rondane commemorative cow from the Cows on the Concourse. I have no Good idea. Good God. I mean, just imagine that. You know, I mean, the ridiculous, over-the-top people that are... So anyways, and the only two magazines that they had at the little waiting area were Vanity Fair and Golf Digest. And it was like, wow. You got your males covered and you got your females covered. Yes. And it was like, okay, so I'm thinking of these big corporations that try to market new things to make more money. And they probably have a big marketing department that is paid very well to do all this marketing, but they don't even do any work anymore, hardly. What they do is pay schmucks to come in you've always paid schmucks to i mean that's market research that's that's demographics that's uh yeah but this is but the idea is the idea is that that they that they that they mine from that yeah is is like that's gold what do you think facebook does that's i mean it's it's a little different wow but yeah, we i um that's biotechnology that's using other human beings to do your work that's what they're doing for your own benefit. Uh, look, I don't. I don't want. I have. Anyways, I don't um, want to get in the pros and cons. How did? How did they? All right. So, what were you we talking about? I don't know. Yeah, it, it just reminded me of that somehow. Circles, cycles, seas and cycles going round. Spirals in the background here. All right, folks. Well, we were talking about um, how uh, the standard of living is is going up with time, mm-hmm. and pretty much every generation, if you think about it, well, at least. I think it used to take numerous generations. It used to maybe take, and I think it's it's like it like okay, unless we're talking about Bible thumpers here, hundred thousand years ago, it probably took a hundred like a hundred generations for a ninety degree shift. a ninety degree rotation. I'm thinking it takes like half a generation these nowadays. Days. Yeah, seriously, in the last in the last thousand years, it probably took two or three yeah. generations for an entire ninety degree shift. 
in the last decade decade it's probably been one and we're getting to the point where it's a half a generation seriously yeah i agree with that yeah and i mean the only the only uh if if you if you can draw that in your mind or if you do draw it on paper as i've described it it does not form a circle it forms a spiral and right. we are spiraling inward towards because gravity is like pulling us into that black hole of something so I mean, what are we gonna? And we we got to do something, you know. I, I slow down, everybody. Slow down. Just smoke a big joint and uh, smoke a bowl and enjoy the ride. Yeah, put in the Northern Pines band, yep. crank it up, and just dance. jam out to the jam band. That's right. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, don't piss on your hand. <laughs> this has been uh, episode uh, way up there in the one hundred and forties or fifties. I've been having a good time. The whole uh, every every one, uh, every single one, every single one, and uh, I hope it doesn't stop too soon because uh, 140 more. This is it, hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. 300. We're shooting for 300. But we're gonna have folks. We're gonna have at least 20 listeners by the episode by 300. the episode 300. And we're gonna do a, a. It's gonna be a gala event. Yeah. Oh, just you. Just you wait. We're gonna wear dresses. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>